0: Check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Elena Fernandez is mother to Alicia and Alyssa Fernandez, who were featured in episodes 8 and 9. Elena feels that she has taken homeschooling in stride because she has been homeschooling her girls for a very long time. She says that it took a lot of preparation, however, and that preparation was not provided many of her friends and neighbors as COVID-19 began to affect schools.
1: Uh, Well, I'm a storyteller. I was in shock. I was thinking that it was just this abrupt awakening, I think, because I thought what's going to happen you know it was really alarming to me that they were speaking about all the measures that needed to be taken and that it was going to spread so much and that it was so easily contagious so i felt in shock that that this would happen i never imagined that something like this was going to happen in our time so there are many things that that worry me about. Many plagues that that worry me. You know, like addiction and poverty and homelessness and and other things like heart disease and diabetes and all of those things that are everyday threats. Uh, even drunk driving that I'm always worried about. I'm always you know not worried, but I would say concerned about and. And praying for, and I, I never thought that I would be concerned about a virus that would spread, you know, so easily, and that would have us in the situation. I heard immediately because I am a Twitter addict. <laughs> Early January, as soon as the headlines, the headlines started, you know, coming out, and it it started trending on Twitter, and I always. Thought, at the trending tags and so sometimes I fall into a, a deep rabbit hole <laughs> of going down a hashtag and it was just, uh, there wasn't a lot of information about it. It was just kind of a Twitter, Twitter hashtag and I, I was felt with this shock and in, in, in wanting to hear more and it was very early in January and and it was just this shock this curiosity is it really alarming are they is it sensationalism you know it was that that concern um and that disbelief oh my goodness this is this is about to happen in the beginning you know i'm not i don't like to buy into fear and so i thought that there was a lot of fear and there was a lot of um panic um, that was unhealthy in my point of view Um, so I decided early on that I was going to keep informed and take the necessary precautions for myself and my family and to also uh, I'm an influencer so I used my my voice for good to make sure that my followers and the people that, that I love online that they knew what was going on and that they kept positive Um, but at the same time I was kind of waiting whether it was true or not like I said I was in shock and with shock usually comes denial and so I was a a bit in denial I was I think I I had a positive outlook and then um, it kind of hit me and And I knew that it was here to stay, that that things weren't going to just shift really quickly. Um, And I started feeling that deep grief for all the people that we were losing, um, for all the people that we knew that were um, just suffering because of uh, byproducts of the virus. So not just that they were sick, but they were losing their jobs, that they were unable to see their family I am blessed that I have a family unit within my home, even though I I haven't seen my extended family. Some people are living in isolation, live by themselves and and live in different countries from from the ones that they love. And I I can relate to that um, from when I first became an immigrant to this country. So it was a lot of grief and a little bit of doom, right? And then we started, people recovering and kind of getting used to the, the new normal, as they call it. I have kept that faith um, since the beginning, but it's it's kind of come and go. The, the positivity, the optimism of it has come and gone and kind of fluctuated. But I think, you know, keeping the faith throughout has you know, really helped me in coping. Well, it's affected our, our lives in different ways. We were crazy enough with being through a lot of trauma and turmoil the past year. Uh, we had been used to kind of staying at home and not being with others. I also already work from home. It's been 15 years. And we also homeschool. Those things were, were happening for us that we were kind of already in um, getting used to things being a little different in our home, we um, lost income because, you know, you can't, I I teach a lot of in-person events, for example, a lot of people, a a lot of clients that I had were also in-person clients. And um, precisely because, you know, all of this loss started last year when I was pregnant, and. and high risk and then had my baby through surgery and then I hurt myself. It was kind of very disappointing for us because it's like, oh, we're at the end of this season and then boom, this happens. So for us, it was more like, we're gonna continue <laughs> in, in this situation. Yes, it helped us cope a little bit better with it but at the same time, it was, it was paralyzing. We have an online community for the neighborhood and everybody is just so helpful. We've been able to communicate with people that we never knew. Daughter graduated homeschool, so she's going to college and she was adopted by someone in our community to give her a kind of a senior congratulations package. She's just so humbled and and she feels so great that someone would go out of their way to do a little shopping for her and to write a card and to wish her well. I think that people are understanding each other's pain a little better that we are, I always say that pain is the common thread to humanity. And so for us to see that We're not the only ones in pain, that everybody is suffering in a different way, and that no pain is invalid, and also that pain can be compared. I think that that that's a beautiful thing to happen. Usually, when you are going through something, you know, people say, Well, at least you're not, (laughs) you know. oh you know I was hungry for three hours well at least you're not hungry for three days you know there's always this comparison of my pain against your pain and and whether mine is more valid than yours or you went through more than I did and I think right now we're all at at the same level we're all seeing that we're, we're all going through something and that it equally valid, and that is it's equally important to be compassionate in these times. I think that technology is everything. From the moment that I found out on Twitter to right now, um, that's how people come together. And now we are at a time where, oh my goodness, of all the times where the coronavirus could have come and spread, this is the best time because we are connected. In order for you to have the new, you need to kind of get rid of the old. So I think with loss comes the opportunity to create new things. My friend Steven and I may cry here. I was on Facebook when I learned from our mutual friends that he had passed away in New York there was a GoFundMe to bring him from New York to Naples to bring his body to be mourned by his family. And so for me to know that we lost them so soon and, and so abruptly was, was really painful. But then to see everybody come together, to pitch a little bit into the fund and to make sure, that his family got to see him one last time it was just so powerful so even though we feel so much loss and so much pain that's a portal for us to come together and do good and be present and show love and be generous and be caring and the people that are still here have a responsibility to to help heal
0: one another. Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, Stay safe, stay well.